Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. Well, two weeks ago, I ended my little over a year-long restart into the nuclear industry. I worked at three different power plants. Um, I used to be in the safety field full-time as a safety professional, both industrial safety on construction sites and in power plants, and also as a radiation protection technician and then supervisor in the nuclear field. Well, because of COVID, I had to go back and do it again. At first, I wasn't happy about it. This was last March. But it became something that was very good for me, actually. It was a necessary change, and it helped me become more insightful uh, and more well-rounded. And I also got a feel for what it's really like in the workplace again. And so that also is going to help me, obviously, with my speaking and writing and my just general ability to be a safety coach or whatever I do, particularly. Now, anytime we experience drastic turns in our circumstances, it's an opportunity for personal growth. If we let it become an opportunity for that, sometimes we don't. Even when tragedy strikes and you have something horrible happen to you, uh, we can reflect on how we handle the loss and learn from what we discover. Not that it's something we wanted to happen, but we can learn from it. Well, here are a few things that I learned from my recent stint back in the nuclear industry at three different plants. Number one, technology has made our work easier but less personal. And it's not just in the field of radiation safety or at nuclear power plants. I mean, it's all over the place. I'm sure wherever you work, you've experienced this too. The technology is just, you know, growing exponentially. So many of the tasks when I got back in were now automated, uh, such as the devices I wore. I wore a different type of device for my dose, uh, amount of accumulated dose, you know, daily dose I got. Now, the instruments that were faster, uh, more available, actually, with all kind of electronic surveys, detector types, smartphones, I used that. In fact, I didn't even need a clipboard. I used my phone in the field to keep uh, track of different details and took pictures of things for surveys. It was, it was wonderful. However, not horribly, but enough to make a difference. There was less interaction personally. So much of the things were done on the computers or on my phone. So I noticed there were less and less face-to-face. -face. And I've seen that, and so have you, of course, in society in general. Now, these advances are valuable. I like them. I liked all the changes. I really did. But I constantly remind myself not to allow Bruce blue screens, you know, computer stuff, to cause my social skills to suffer or to not still talk to people even when I didn't have to, when I didn't need to or have to. Because nothing can fully replace the warmth and connection that comes from in-person interactions. So I still have to keep up, especially now that I'm doing podcasting and different things. And so I've been messing around with AI and uh, chat GPT and all that. And yes, I'm going to use it. I am using it. But I still want to keep in mind, and this is a lesson I learned, that caring about people, listening actively, and being a team player is still more important than all this electronic stuff. Second thing that I learned from it, or at least came to realize more, 
was my love and need for the natural world. It's stronger now. Nuclear power plants, if you haven't worked in one, it's all metal, concrete, electronic components, artificial lighting. And I was spending in the plant at least, well, 12 and a half hours, maybe even 13 hours and inside one of these marvelous power producers. Um, definitely, I like nuclear power. I've made a lot of money over the years off of it, you know, working there for so many years. But there's no flowers or plants. Maybe in the lobby when you first come in, there's a couple plants. That's about it. All day, you're inside concrete and steel and artificial lighting. Even the clouds and the sun, because of my shift work that I was doing, I didn't get to see either that much. And I started to realize when, like, when I did have days off, sometimes I worked on my days off too, but I also started to realize how much I missed it, how much I missed the natural world. I love plants and flowers, and so now I have a deeper appreciation for how important they are to my mental and physical well-being. And I take long walks now and truly pay attention to all the birds and the rabbits. And we, I live by a lake, so there's all kinds of birds, um, even big eagles and stuff. Third thing I got and realized was I need to believe in myself no matter what. Just believe in yourself. I'll admit it, I was frightened, quite frightened, when I first went to the first power plant, which is outside of Detroit. I hadn't been in the business for over 30 years, almost 35 years. And the world of radiation safety and radiation protection, which includes industrial safety, by the way, that was part of our responsibilities, is very stringent. Uh, oh, there's so many regulations and procedures. It's, it's probably any of the businesses I've worked in or with, besides NASA, I haven't seen any that is more stringent than nuclear industry so I had to go back in after all those years and I was very frightened actually I was couldn't sleep well at first and the first few weeks of testing and shift work and remembering stuff I had forgotten was brutal but I did it uh, yes I made some mistakes and they could kind of tell I was the experienced new guy even though I had a lot of experience it's been a long time since I've had those experiences and people helped me out a lot which was wonderful but it's still, it strengthened my self-confidence because I did it. And here I am, uh, over a year later, third power plant. And this last one, I had so much fun. I enjoyed myself so much. So it made me have more faith that I can do things, even though they're very challenging. And the same thing goes for all of us. I mean, I'm sure you've doubted yourself, right, whether you could do something. And sometimes that's important that you do that, have those doubts, you know, so you're realistic. But... Most times, it doesn't help. And so now I have uh, new mantras that I use, three of them. I have different ones I use, and here's one. Be brave, be prepared, and dive in. So that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life when I come upon something that I find it's really challenging or even frightening. And lastly, I know and... You probably know this too, for sure, that you can learn from all of your experiences, the great ones, the wonderful ones, the joyful ones, and the nasty ones, or the frightening ones. My personal growth this past year occurred because I didn't just live through what happened to me. I didn't just go just to make money, though I needed to. Instead, every day I took notes, I had these little notebooks, I kept notes about things that were happening, how I thought about it, what I did good, what I didn't do, what I was learning, 
And when I made mistakes or got upset or forgot to do something that I was required to do, I reflected on it. I didn't just get upset about it. And I thought, and I gave myself some personal coaching. I thought, well, what should I do next time? Or what caused me to act this way? It was a great learning experience. Plus, I had fun. I had so much fun. At first, not as much as I did as time went on, and I felt more comfortable. I laughed a lot. I made all kinds of short-term friends, you know, in outages, they call it, where the plants shut down. People move around all over the country. So you'll meet somebody, you'll never see them again, or you might see them again in, you know, a year for a, a couple months. And I made a few uh, long-term companions, people I still keep in touch with, and I will keep in touch with over time. I'm glad to happen now. I wouldn't have said that to you last March. I was, you know, saying, oh, no, I don't want to go back to a regular job. And I like the words that Louise Hay, uh, she's an author, I like her stuff, and she's founder of Hay House Publishing. On this topic in general, she said, every experience I have is perfect for my own growth.